Um, you are the butt one. Okay, are you guys ready? I'm Tyler Murphy, and this is the Montana Gallery Podcast, and we are, I'm here with uh, Richie Carter, Daniel Keyes, Peter Tolton. We're just driving into Yellowstone National Park, and uh, we're going to give you a quick update on what's happening around the gallery here, and, um, and then go into a few, a few questions that have been kind of emailed in, sort of questions. Um, all right, what's what's happening around the gallery this week, guys? We got a we've got the Sojourner show Wednesday night at starting at five, going till ten ish. hours of the morning. And these guys both were in uh, Europe for like a month, and they did incredible paintings in Florence and. Rome and Venice and Paris, right? And England. And England. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, he right. was. Right. I was. Yeah. I was there almost a month, and he was there two months. Like two months. Nice. I think I just, like, just now in the last 15 minutes, got all the projects done that have been on my to-do list. So, okay, so I think last week on the podcast I said that I needed to send out invites. I needed to pick up Daniel at the airport. Check, I did check. those two things. Oh, we also did a quick uh, painting demonstration last second with Daniel Keys at the gallery. Right. That, that went really well, and a lot of people tuned in online on the, on the social media, on the Instagram Live, and watched that. So that was a nice success. And um, yeah, that was the first time we used Instagram Live. It how many people really did? Well. Well, Tune in, you know? what was so cool was there was a good live audience, and we just... Okay, we're just pulling into Yellowstone real quick. Hi. Hi there. Can I just get a... $35 seven-day pants? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, sorry. No, that's all right. Um, so anyway, the live, the Instagram live, I don't know how many people were watching as we were broadcasting but then overall your pass to this map. it's only up for like 24 hours when you re-enter with the date awesome welcome thank you so much sorry and it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for that interruption no all no, right now that's we're okay um it's all anyway, part of... it was it was a, a few thousand people i think wow overall and what was so fascinating was i got messages from people all over the world and people were painting the next day saying that oh we were so inspired and we wanted to put into practice some of the things that you were saying and you, you know they were doing all these paintings all over the world I mean everywhere in the in the, the Americas or in Europe or even in the Middle East and That's India cool. it was really amazing <laughs> That's awesome and we sold uh, a couple paintings that day and that night mm -hmm. in, in the gallery and then quite a few paintings from that show online. Richie's got some incredible new paintings that, are, that we need to add to the website. So that's oh, one of the things yep. that we need to do. Um, and then, um, let's see, 
just now got the wall lettering ordered and made the Facebook event. And today we're gonna, the last, and then after, so after Daniel did the uh, demonstration, we went up to Red Lodge and painted for a couple days. I had Art in the Beartooths, Ken and Nate met us all, Ken, Ken Yaris and Nate Claussen. They were down in Red Lodge for the Montana Painters Alliance and they did some great paintings and Daniel took off with them on Saturday. And yeah, that where, was great. Where'd you guys go? Uh, so, on, well, on the on Friday, you went with us initially, we went up to the Beartooth Pass. But you then left early to get some things done, and we we hiked down to what what would that have been? What little lakes would that have been? You guys went to Elk Lake. No, no. So the day before. Oh, sorry. That, yeah, you guys went to Twin Lakes. Twin Lakes, which was amazing, and Ken just immediately fell in love and decided to move from where he is in uh, the glacier area to, to Red, Lodge, Red Lodge, and he's gonna, you know, he said that he he wanted to kind of think of himself as the glacier guy, you know, like the glacier painter, and now he's he's uh, kind of being unfaithful to that idea, <laughs> and now he wants to be the Beartooth man or, or something like that. But we hiked all the way down to those Twin Lakes, which was super easy because you're going down, and then we hiked up, and it's super intense, and I thought my legs were going to fall off. And, uh, but we made it and you know you feel really good and then the next day we hiked up to East Rosebud uh, was that what it was yes East Rosebud and uh, the whatever that lake was which was stunning stunningly beautiful and uh, so they got some great paintings done there I was painting at Art in the Beartooths for the Arts Guild event and that was really fun Always great to catch up with a whole bunch of different artist friends that were there. Caden Goldberg also painted in that. He had a great painting. It went well in the auction. And then uh, the next morning we got up early and had we went into Yellowstone and painted all day yesterday. Well, first we had breakfast with oh yeah a gallery friend yep. Ginny Burdick, which was um, kind of nice to catch up with her in Montana. She's the gallery owner. In a gallery owner in Fresno, where I live. Yep. Okay, so then right after that, then we went went up over the pass, did uh, three paintings yesterday uh, on our way to and through Yellowstone, and then wound up in Chico for the night, our favorite place to dip in some hot water and uh, enjoy some poolside uh, burgers and beers and all that. And then uh, got up this morning, and and now we're going for another day in Yellowstone. So that kind of gets us caught up. Okay, so we've got the show on on Wednesday night, and then that means that Ben Cosgrove is also we we have him scheduled to play a concert in there that night as well. So um, Dan, will you, will you guys tell a little bit about Ben Cosgrove and, and his music? Sure. Um, I'm sure Pete is intimately acquainted with Ben's music. He had to, to uh, he had the pleasure of listening to it for how, probably how many times? 600,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> when he was making uh, the DVDs that Montana Gallery and Daniel Keyes and Peter Tolton have produced, I guess. Um, and we 
have, are so fortunate to have access to Ben's music because I, I think it's brilliant. Um, I loved it since Tyler first introduced me to him, and I think he's uh, he's he's quite smart. Um, I I want to say he went to Harvard Musical School. That's part of his education, and then he composes some pretty amazing stuff. I hate to call it stuff, but I mean some pretty amazing sounds and. Um, yeah, it's very, very lyrical, very expressive, um, vibrant music that really sounds like it comes uh, directly from within him and really suits his character, and that's what makes it so fun to listen to in person. But it's also a great uh, studio cuts are great too. It, it's also it seems very inspired by nature. Like he he's very he's out in nature quite a bit, and he's traveled all over the United States. And it seems that his music kind of takes its inspiration from the places that he's been, uh, which I, I find pretty fascinating. And a lot of a lot of those places are places that we go to on our trips. So right. It, it kind of works. It's like the perfect perfect music to go with a lot of the uh, video footage that we get as we're out painting as well. Yeah, I listen to it while I paint. I play it in work. It's on my playlists in workshops. So people, uh, everywhere I go, people end up hearing about Ben Cosgrove. So can't wait for that. And then Daniel, you fly out the next morning for Wichita, right. correct? Yes. And tell us what you're doing there. Well, there's an art museum there, uh, Mark Arts. Um, and. Richard Schmidt had done a retrospective kind of show there a few years ago and I had attended and so I met all of these people and they had asked if I would do something and I, I think I agreed to do something but never really followed through and it was sort of like, well, you know, we're going to build a new center and when we do, if you would do something, I thought, great, sure, yeah, whenever you build a new multi-million dollar center, I'll do something. And well, they did. So now I'm, I uh, had to, you know, they cashed in, I guess. And so, but I'm, I'm really excited. I juried their national or, yeah, I think national painting exhibition and selected the award winners. And so now I'm going to fly to see that exhibition and give a talk. And then I'll also be giving a painting demonstration. Okay, and then we're flying, or then, <laughs> then you're coming back up to Kalispell right. to try to get a little bit of, of some painting in around Glacier. I'm right. going to drive up and meet you up there. That's where Ken and Richie and Nate live. And Ken, or Richie, what what do you think we should do while we're up there? You've, um, you've got. Oh yeah, I'm going to take. We're we're going to go float the middle fork of the Flathead River, where I used to do whitewater guiding, and it's been a few years. So it should be an exciting Plinko trip down the whitewater section. And I've always actually wanted to paint along, you know, while rafting and never have done it. So just a couple hours ago, driving by the Yellowstone, thought of we should all just go do it. So I think we're going to do that. Yay. Nice. Yay. We just have to keep the boat right side up. <laughs> okay, we're just pulling into Mammoth. Here in Yellowstone, do you guys feel like maybe we should? Does, isn't it's overcast here 
do you guys feel like you're inspired by like like uh, the terraces here and kind of the contrast of that or should we start heading down towards Upper Falls? Uh, I don't feel like I'm painting any structures myself. Oh, I mean the, oh, like, uh, the terrace, like, I don't even know. I'm not sure that. I would find those okay. inspiring. Yeah. It looks but I'll, I will paint anything. It's just... Well, then, for the sake of this podcast, let's keep driving. So, <laughs> <laughs> where where did Ken and they're, they're right us? behind us? Oh, they're behind us now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, if we go this way, we can go to Upper Yellowstone Falls and kind of back to where we were painting yesterday. Uh huh. And um, that does look really cool, though. It doesn't even look real. It's real. Like you'd paint it, and then people are like, "What? What is it?" It's kind of cool <laughs> walking around on those boardwalks and stuff. But, We'll do some rafting and painting and being glacier, I think, is the... And some... Ken wanted to do some studio... Yeah, some studio stuff, stuff. too. Honestly, if we have time, we should all go spend a day out at the lake on Bitterroot. At my parents' house. Okay. That would be good. If there's a... If we want a relaxed day, but that doesn't usually happen when we, we get We should together. make it happen, though, because... We, more and more of these trips are, I try to tell people back home that think, you're just dashing off over here and there and how nice you get to go in the mountains and like, no, we wake up and paint and then we paint and then we go to bed exhausted having painted all day. We don't have those relaxing days, so we really should make that happen. Down. Okay. I'm with that. Tyler is such a taskmaster. I kind of am. Uh, he gets the whip out. He keeps us working. It's something of a death march. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I wanted to get into uh, this week. I've like I constantly have people emailing in asking if if. Uh, Montana Gallery would represent their work. I had a couple people um, email and, and call what one person call in this week and ask if if um, we would represent their work. And um, I guess I wanted to get into talking a little bit about. Um, we've all talked before about the idea of that that this group kind of all came together organically, and there that there's. We would love to keep on just adding as many people as possible to the group, but logistically that just doesn't really work. And and we want it to grow mostly organically just through uh, friendships. So just through, like, as, as we all suddenly, like, kind of find somebody that, that fits well with, with all of us, that that, that then they then come into the group and, and are coming out painting with us. But that shouldn't stop anyone else. People shouldn't really look at what we're doing and think, oh, if only I could get in that group, then I would have it made. Perhaps you already have a uh, have opportunities around you, or you could be the one that starts starts a group, organizes people, says, hey, we're all, we're all going to go paint at this national park, and and, and you could, you know, kind of 
maybe even replicate a little bit of what, what we've done. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on 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 this? Um, I'm a big advocate of, of seeking opportunity with what's available to you and not um, pining for things that are outside of your immediate scope. And I think that that comes, you know, from a, a place of self-assessment and from being grateful for what you already have. And I think that a lot of folks would find that they already um, are in close proximity to um, rich subjects worth painting and uh, people worth collaborating with and that you know it would be it would be wonderful if if this kind of energy was was recreated and in, in, in present in, in many places you know I mean that's I think kind of the idea is to is that this this idea could be contagious that's beautiful really well said yeah I agree Okay, well, maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that, and that says, I mean, that's true of many parts of life. The grass is always greener on the other side. The happiest people are the ones who make their side green, you know, or grow where they're planted, or um, make the most of what they have um, available to them. And then the the thing is too, and I've seen this many times. You may work so hard and make it happen, like you just sort of push your way into something because you truly believe that that's going to kind of uh, fulfill you, and you're going to be disappointed because this whatever it is that you're like he said you're pining for, you've romanticized and you've made into something that you just have to have. You're going to be disappointed by it because yeah. it's not as perfect as you think. It's not as complete as you think. Um, like like Tyler said, these things just sort of happen organically, and they also evolve. They don't stay the same. That nothing that's organic stays the way that it is. It's going it's going to change. So you're probably going to be disappointed. You're going to be happiest if you do like Pete said and take advantage of the opportunities. Um, that are probably right in front of you. And thinking about Tyler's advice, that might be impossible to, to visit your nearest national park. I mean, yeah. some people don't don't live near that, but I was thinking about this morning, uh, we were at Chico Lodge at the Hot Springs in Paradise Valley, and there's a, a number of Russell Chatham poster prints on the wall, and those are shining examples of how you don't need to uh, paint majesty to paint something beautiful that they can be quite simple shapes even even startlingly low contrast um, paintings and they and yet they're still uh, very beautiful so I don't think you need to be near uh, mountains or ocean to find uh, lovely subjects for, for creating art sure I also think uh, depending on where you are at selling your work starting closer you know in proximity to where you're from you know local that local idea where you kind of start where you have and all the opportunities that probably are are present like Pete said start there and then you're going to be so much more successful than if you know you just try to 
get into a gallery just to get into a gallery that might be across the country, across the world, but if nobody knows you, I mean, that's oftentimes what happens, like, what Tyler does is getting these people together to build relationships, and uh, so many things we try to do that we as the artists can become known on a relational level to these people who might buy the paintings, and when that happens, I think there's greater success, but it just, um, I think, makes much more sense, especially starting out if you can start locally and then kind of spread out from there. That's kind of what my idea has been and what I've followed, and it's... And I think all successful artists have yeah. probably done that. You, um, and people are waiting, and we've talked about this before too, people are waiting they, they have these future goals in mind, which they totally should. But they want to skip everything or just sort of do nothing until they can get to that top tier, whatever it is. And so they're not reaching anyone along the way. I've seen that where people, they're, they want a top level gallery to represent them. So they're waiting until their work and everything is at a level when they can, where they can get into that gallery yeah. instead of reaching out to local galleries and local shows and just opportunities because not only is that it's just good on so many levels you're you're helping your own community you're bringing art to to your community to your neighborhoods um you're you're going to create probably relationships that are going to be far more important along the way uh it's going to help you it's going to help them it just makes sense to grow with your art and to grow with whatever you're doing rather than be thrust to the top even if that's top that top part is a goal there's there's a process you know and there's a journey and that should be celebrated not not treated with disdain uh, or, or complaining I think also you know we fantasize about oh if only I could get into this top tier gallery then then I would you know I, then everything would be great I would I would really make it um, they'd sell my work left and right but really every gallery there, there's only 12 months in a year and every gallery can really only um, represent a handful of people well um, at, well from at least my experience no it's true um, and I imagine that that's true for larger galleries than mine also, I've heard from other people working at some of these top-tier galleries that doesn't matter. Yeah, if you get accepted into it, you have to also kind of have you know sell your work because of you prior to that gallery. Exactly. It's not going to just magically start selling if you're under this name gallery. Right. Especially That's not at all. How it, yeah. That's especially true right now when we're in, in a time when people collectors. Um, can go around the gallery um, and just work directly with artists. Right. Um, Damn, this all the, must be the lupin and the sagebrush mm -hmm. and all the purple and the green. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Yep, so. Okay, I, I like it, guys. We're, I think we've got some good stuff here and we're at 24 minutes. I'm wanting to keep these pretty short, so. Short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, any parting words? I'm excited for Wednesday. It's going to yeah, be awesome to get all this work up and have them there. And 
Help me out of Billings again. again. Oh, also... Oh, in the magazine. Yeah, yeah check out... Um, I think... Western. So, yeah, Western Art Collector did an article on the Young Guns. And uh, apparently that's already printed and maybe starting to hit newsstands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty fun. Hopefully we have some waiting for us back at the gallery when we get there. Uh, all right. If you're listening to this, get back to painting. And uh, don't give up on yourself. <laughs> keep, keep painting. Keep trucking. Keep on trucking. Uh, all right, let's listen to some Garth Brooks. Oh, heck yes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>